Welcome to the Comics Asylum podcast, where we explore the world of comic books, movies, television, and pop culture in general. My name is Steve Bino, and this week I'm joined by artist Hugh Rookwood from Chosen Studios. All right, welcome to the Comics Asylum podcast, first first edition. This is our, I guess, our, our pilot, our first ever podcast, and we're going to be putting this up onto YouTube when it's all said and done. And I'd like to welcome a wonderful, amazing guest, Hugh Rookwood, artist extraordinaire. Poppy people. <laughs> so how are you doing, Hugh? All right, I'm doing great. That's good. I'm That's good. great. <laughs> how how's 2020 been for you? It's been, I guess some people consider it a dumpster fire. But how's um, it been for you? 2020 has been great. Um, 2020 has been good. Um, it's it's obviously when it first hit everything with the COVID and all that kind of stuff, it was it was a little reeling, right? I had a lot of projects lined up that were just canceled, like immediately, you know, because nobody knew what was going to happen. But um, slowly but surely, things pick back up, and I've been, you know, getting steady work coming in, um, which has been really great. Um, it's it's been different, you know. Um, whereas I was traveling a lot to conventions and stuff like that, I haven't been hitting the conventions as much. But you know, surprisingly, like still a lot of projects came in this year, and I got on a lot of cool stuff this year, and it's been really cool. So. You know, it's just the same kind of hustle, just in a different way, you know, without everything going on. You don't just have to kind of navigate those waters and and try to come out the other side, um, you know, stronger than you were before, right? So that's how I look at it. So, Absolutely. And you've been doing fantastic work for years. Anyone who has been to any of the conventions, either in uh, North America here in, in Canada or in the U United States, uh, has seen your awesome and dynamic artwork. Um, but with COVID and social distancing and basically a full lockdown, there's been, a, I guess, an interruption in the usual um, manner of business. And one thing about you is you've put in so much uh, time and effort into building your career and getting connected to the fans that are out there your next step and what you're doing in 2020 is almost a logical progression of all the work you've put in. Um, well, you know, I mean, I'll, t I'll tell you straight up. One of the reasons why I'm, I'm probably able to survive and, and navigate this water is because I've been doing it so long and, and people know me, you know, for the most part, uh, especially through the circuit. Right. Um, it's been a while since I've been down to the States really, um, and represented down there for a while, you know, for the last how many years I was actually just really Canada stationary. But um, yeah, I mean, I've been doing this for such a long time. I've had a really steady flow of people who, who know me and, you know, through this COVID thing, it's, you know, the guys, they don't get to see me at the convention and you know what, they've been hitting me up and like, hey, I have a project for you to do. Boom. Hey, project for you. You know what I'm saying? And it's been really cool. It's really nice to know that, you know, you built up a, you know, a, a level of, you know, following that people are like still looking to get something from you, even within a situation like this. Right. So it's been pretty cool. And, pretty, speaking, pretty awesome. and speaking of some of those projects, can we delve into what you have been working on and what's coming out or has already hit the stands in 2020? Yeah, you can delve into, yeah, you can delve into some, stuff we have like um a uh, big project i did with red barn books called um john Ware. howdy i'm john Ware, children's book that's doing awesome right now um red barn just won the new publishers award here in alberta so that's really huge and um you know john Ware is up for some stuff and we're thinking i'm thinking it's gonna <laughs> thinking it's gonna takes a few of these you know what i'm saying it's been really um a great project and a lot of and there's been a lot of great response on it so you know that there's that i've been doing a lot of variant exclusives um with big country comics which has been very good um we just put out we just released two um in the last little while um for the last month one from image comics called the department of truth we did a variant on that variant cover for that that series is is hot like trust me pick it up it's it's going to be 
crazy. Um, Department of Truth. And then we did um, the trans, I did a variant for the Transformers Back to the Future crossover book. And I did a cover with that. That one turned out really amazing too. It was a double page spread. And um, is it all right to shout out where, if people, where people can get it and stuff Absolutely. like that? Absolutely. Yeah. So, no no secrets mean, on this show. Yeah, if you guys are all want to check it out, you guys can go to www.bigcountrycomics.com, just as it sounds, bigcountrycomics.com. And um, they specialize in variants and stuff like that. And yeah, you can see, see some um, a lot of my work there. Um, did some, I did a, a Red Nails for a Blaze, um, Aurora Man with um, Jeff Burton's Aurora Man from Saskatoon. Um, um, Dead Day number one variant for um, Aftershock, um, which has been really cool. Uh, Vampironica for Archie Horror I did a did a variant on that too. So like, yeah, it's been it's been really it's been really wild here. Like, I can't you know yeah, the COVID thing has stopped me in the sense of getting around and seeing everybody, and I miss that part of of things definitely. But um, I've still been busy, so that's been good, you know. And as long as I can keep busy. You know, I'm happy. It sounds awesome. I, I want to get back to John Ware because mm. I can almost guarantee that unless you're associated with the project or it's a special area of interest for you, not a lot of people are really aware of who this historical figure is. Can you give us a little bit of insight as to who he was? Well, John Ware was a, a slave um, and um, from slave from the U.S., right? And after the Civil War and stuff, got their freedom. He journeyed. He basically journeyed to Canada, and um, he was one of the first guys with you know with the with the road crew that first brought like um, cattle, Longhorn cattle, to Canada, to Calgary, <laughs> you know, Alberta, and I mean basically was one of the founding people who helped start that whole industry down here, you know, and it's just amazing journey of, of this man and how he came here to all the, you know, still dealing with a lot of racism and, you know, I'm saying bigotry, but still prevailed. He never, he never lost sight. He became recognized as one of the, the, the greatest, you know, ranchmen ever, you know, and he's, it, it's just phenomenal to to know his story and, and you know, important that people know, you know, who this character is, you know. And, um, you know, Aisha from Red Barn Books, you know, she approached me and as I was looking for an artist and I was happy to do it, happy to get on. Like, you know, I knew nothing of the character coming in myself either, right? And um, it was a learning experience for myself but to see that this person had such an impact on something that was so important in, in Canadian culture, you know, especially out West here, you know, in Calgary, like, I just like, wow, I'm surprised more people didn't know about it, you know? So, I mean, it's been really awesome to put that out there. And I think that's one of the, uh, I guess one of the important things is that we have such a rich history here in Canada, especially with, <laughs> with the black community, but our stories aren't told. And mm -hmm. I guess it's only now that we're starting to have avenues where our contributions to what Canada is now can now come into the spotlight a little bit. Well, you know, I had this conversation with somebody just the other day. I'm just like, you know, how, you know, how are, you know, there's all this tension and, you know, all this stuff going on, you know, people don't like this and you don't like that and all this kind of stuff. And about, but my whole thing is how is people supposed to respect anybody else of any culture if they don't, and how is, are you supposed to respect themselves if they don't see themselves in the mosaic of everything that makes this country great? You know, when you come, when you're born in this country and it's like, well, what part did your culture have? And, and then you realize there's a lot of things that, you know what I'm saying? When you, you know, even if you just, take it from even the first nations and and what they they had to what they've contributed and culturally and and stuff like that that makes up the mosaic of canada i think it's very important that everybody knows you know what i'm saying and um as much as it's important for 
I guess, you know, young black kids and, and stuff to know this stuff. But I think it's important too, even more important for other kids, you know what I'm saying? That are, you know, not, I guess, of the black culture, but still, you know, in within Canada, know this too, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's even more so important for them to know it because, you know, how are they going to respect, you know, how do you respect somebody, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you don't, you know, if they don't see you as something as that contributes to the whole greater makeup of things, like how are they going to respect you? You know what I'm saying? If they don't see that and how do you respect yourself? You know what I'm saying? When you don't see that. And it's like, I, I just feel like it's really important. You know, I just think it's really, really important. So I was really happy to do this project. That's, that's, this, these are for me is one of my crowning achievements. You know, I, I really feel like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I left something, you know, something for the kids, something for the next generation coming up, you know? And I've seen the book. I've read it. I love it. Your artwork is a departure from what we're normally seeing with you because your artwork <laughs> like screams passion and power. And this, this, this style that you adopted was, was really, really amazing. And it fit the story so well. What kind of a thought process did you go through to kind of shift gears a little bit? Well, um, the whole thing is, is that when, you gotta, when you're doing comic books is one thing. When you're doing children's books, it's another thing. When you're doing designs for video games, it's another thing. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to, when I'm working, when you're working with whoever, you have to kind of talk and figure out what it is that you want, what they're looking for, right? Aisha approached me. This was her baby. Hey, I'm getting this book together. I want to, I'm like, okay, so let's look at style. So I did about what was it? maybe about was it maybe about 15 drawings or something like that of just styles of just John Ware and I would just mess around with style shapes you know and um and looks you know how the eyes would look how the nose would look how the mouth would look how the shape of the head would look how the, you know what I'm saying just different aspects of things and then we would I would just gave her all these different headshots of what John Ware could look like and then she just oh I like this style or I like that style and and, and it was like she, there was about three and then it's like she gravitated to the style that you're looking at now and I said okay that's what I'm going with and so now we're trying to keep everything within that look right but you know it's it's it my approach to the book was still as much as it's a children's book I still wanted to have a very dynamic and energetic feel um, like if you were reading like a comic graphic novel, you know what I'm saying? But still be simple enough that, you know, the younger kids don't get overwhelmed with too much busyness, but still have some fun, energetic energy there that they go, wow, like, it, you know, things are popping out at them, you know? That's just like the way I like to draw with things, you know, with a lot of dynamic energy. So even with the approach with the children's book, I'm still always thinking about that dynamic energy, you know, boom, you know, and that's how I approached it, you know, and that's the fun of it. Like, um, that's what the whole fun is, you know, creating something new, a look, a feel and putting it out there. That's, that's what it's all about. Right. So that's what I did. So. And, and like any true artist, you're always, pushing the envelope of your skill set. Now you started out mainly as a designer, penciler, cartoonist, and you did some animation, but now you're also doing your own colors. How's that transition been? Oh, it's amazing. Um, you know, I didn't know, you know, you know, from the day I didn't know Jack or Photoshop. <laughs> you know, I, honestly, I didn't, I was such a traditional head. I was like, sit on the computer doing oh is that you know I was such a traditional head like it for years and years and years and years and years and years and years of the same thing. But then you know as the industry started to grow and stuff and, and I was like man I better learn this. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah I was sending it out to get colored and you know you send something out and it's like hmm, yeah that's not bad. It's not quite you know how I was looking but you know you kind of go all right you go back and forth, they're getting it, they're still not getting it, okay, I kind of have to like, yeah, that's cool, and you know what I'm saying? 
And it just became one of those things where I just said, well, you know what, you're going to have to learn this. You can't, you know, you can't keep sending it out. That That's also an income that you are losing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And um, learning Photoshop and learning the approach of um, the industry standard to coloring now and stuff like that, it actually can change. It changes a lot of ways of when you're approaching your own page and what you want to see. What I loved about now with Photoshop, because I draw in a lot, I draw in the way of effects. I like effects, right? So there's a lot you when you're doing your traditional pencil or whatever and say you're doing your traditional pencil that you're going to go import into photoshop you know there's certain things you're leaving out knowing that hey oh okay this is what i can do with that effect with the color without having these hard lines in or whatever right so there's a lot of different things that you can do and and it's now i'm like i just love it it's phenomenal it's pretty photoshop's amazing and i still don't even know a quarter of what that that system can do it's like amazing but it's amazing i understand why it's industry standard i understand it's like it's amazing so and it's able to transform like pencils and take it into another level another dimension that sometimes you as the artist don't even see but now since you are drawing and also doing the colors you can map out what you want to do from the beginning exactly exactly it's all it's all now approach right it's now 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 being able to take it from start to finish in that way right from the beginning when i'm conceptualizing it's now in steps knowing that okay if i draw it like this and i do this and then i can color it like this and do this effect on that and blah 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 you know and it's that's how i draw where before when before i didn't know you know what i'm saying i'm just drawing and then I'm giving it to the guy and saying, okay, I want this kind of thing. And then that's like, oh. And he's trying to work around maybe some of the busyness of my lines because I'm old school. So, you know, we had to draw everything, you know, back in the day. You remember back in the day, you had to draw everything. You had to draw your effects. You had to draw trees, had to be trees. You draw in space. You weren't, you didn't have, you didn't make a circle and say, insert planet here and insert stars there. Oh, you had to and stars and make a planet look like a planet so you know yeah most definitely yeah yeah there were there were no Ooh. gaps <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah there were no gaps for sure yeah <laughs> and, and yes and you're saying that okay so you consider yourself old school how who were who your influences like who who can you see the dna of in your work right now oh the dna Oh man, the DNA, um, the DNA in my work, you know, I guess would start right from Kirby and then go up, you know what I'm saying? Like Kirby, Ditko, you know, especially in the younger days, those were like, you know, Ditko, Spider-Man for me is still right up there. You know what I'm saying? Kirby's just, his dynamic energy, it's like, you know, his Fantastic Four, you know what I'm saying? His, he, even as like later Captain America run was just like, oh, tight. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Kirby just, you know, guy, that's the template, right? And then you have like Bushima, Bushima, the Bushemas, Sal and John, like, you know, John Byrne and stuff, but Sal and John Bushima just like, those guys were just phenomenal. The Ramitas, you know, Ross Andrew, you know what I'm saying? Like, but then, you know, I have my anime influences too, like Masami Obari, Haruhito, Haruhito Mikimoto, you know, um, Otomo, you know what I'm saying, um, Masamune Shiro, um, just, you know, an eclectic amount of things, Chinese comics, like I read a lot of Jade Man comics too. So, you know, I was big into Jade Man too. So I was reading, you know, Iron Marshall and the Force of Buddha's Palm and <laughs> Mega Track, Mega Dragon and Tiger and like I was, you know what I'm saying? So honestly, boss, I have a just that eclectic, just you know, range of you know comic book influence. You know, Ken Lashley. You know, we have to give the props, give the props Absolutely. to Ken Lashley. We worked with Ken Lashley. Absolutely. Phenomenal. I learned a ton of stuff from Ken. 
You know what I'm saying? Comic book story, comic book rendering. Learned a lot of stuff working under Ken Lashley. You mm-hmm. know, when you look at this stuff now, monster, absolute monster. Yeah, you know? he's got a, he's got a Thor cover coming yeah. out that is yeah. just dynamite. And his it's work crazy. on his, his yeah, work just... on Black Panther a few years ago was, was unbelievable. No one, no one touched that. And yeah. I, I honestly don't think no one can touch that. You know, afterwards, like he, uh, I just his work on that was so crazy. It was just like dudes man you don't even know but like you know you know like claudio castellini oh yeah remember when he he burst out in the 90s and i remember when we first saw his stuff it was like what is going on it was like an outer body experience it was crazy this this dude you know claudio castellini you know you know neil adams always you know yes you know neil adams um right now ivan reyes yeah he's 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 the man he's another mutant man I don't know where he get his ex power. <laughs> He's got an ex gene for sure. Yeah, he touch page. He touch a page too, and it's just like X. <laughs> you know what I'm like the video game, it'll just X before he touches the page, and then it's just like berserker barrage all over the page guys just he's, he's nasty with it. Like he's he's completely nasty with it. Like he he's he's flawless, man. Like he's like them Neil Adams and the you know just just do crazy flawless work when ready you know just like you just go damn like you know Bushema, you know what I'm saying when you just look at the pages you're just like there's nothing these dudes can't draw or like and draw well you know yeah. doesn't matter from like a teacup to a just amazing but like yeah my influences range big you know and what was the I guess the first comic that you can think of or what was a seminal arc that made you go, you know what? I want to do this as a living. <sighs> wow. There's so many comics, so many comics, but I think one of the, the story that really just made me go, Oh my God, Spider-Man. Um, forgive me, the, the issue number of my brain right now, I'm tired, but you know, when he goes against the master planner, you know, um, oh, um, that might have been like 28, 28 to 32 yeah, around there. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, man on fire, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he's caught under the rubble, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, the drip drip and tons of tons of, you know what I'm saying? Debris over him. It's like, how am I ever going to get out of this? Right. And it's just like the way to pacing and way Ditko laid out that, that pacing and you know in every panel he's slightly lifting a little bit more and he's talking to himself and he's like in my in my body has the power of many men and he's just lifted you know what I'm saying and you you like that for me was like seminal spot like that was Spider-Man for me you know what I'm saying it, he was never the strongest character in the world but he had what was amazing about him is just his will and he would figure it out you know what i'm saying like guys who are more powerful than this guy if he touches me i'm done but i gotta figure it out i still have to beat him i still have to fight him i still have to beat him you know constantly with doubts in his head about what he could do and but always overcoming and then that one it was just like those two issues i mean he was getting beat down <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> every time like you remember that one he finally lifts off the the the, the debris and then the dome breaks and the water flushes in and then he's you know what i'm saying he's like i gotta let my body loose so i don't you know what i'm saying and then yeah. as he gets out of the water there's master planet dudes there you know what i'm saying hey guy we, we're gonna deal with you and he's like oh my god i gotta fight these guys again and then he's like actually taking hits to recover you know what i'm saying He's actually, I gotta just take some of this to recover and then just beats them down. Like, I was just like, I don't know, man. That that book, that issue for me, those issues for me was just like, that made me go, oh, man, comic books is the craziest. I love this, you know? But I probably would say would be that, you know, was the first where it really just made me go, man, this is, this is what I, you know, this is what I gotta gravitate to. And comics in in general, you know, I mean, you look at any run from like Burn and you know Romita Senior, Romita Junior, 
you know, Chess, you know, Sal and John, you know, one of my favorite issues of all time is Hulk 300, mm, you know, Sabushima. I mean, yeah, Sabushima. Hulk gets banished, you know, but he's just fighting everybody. Complete rage monster. Just like I've read that. I have I have four copies of that book. You know what one, I'm one that's all dog-eared now because you've read it so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I've read it to death. You know, no lines from it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's just like I've read it to death. It was one of like one of my my issues that was just like, oh my god. Can, can you know? It was 32 pages. You know, yeah. Just, it, was, yeah, it was double sized. I think just ruckus. You remember? You know? Yeah, it's like when it's Thor the, shows up. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just oh, amazing. Yeah, Thor. Yeah, that was that was like you. That was Marvel. One of those times where Marvel set that yo Thor is our dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Hulk's beating down everybody. You know, Vision's telling people. Yo, you try this, you try that, you try that. Then Vision steps up and Hulk just deals with him and then Thor just yells out. He's just like, enough. He said, enough, man. You know, I stood back waiting for the battle call, but you don't enough of this, man. It's not an Avenger you fight, it's Thor, God of Thunder. You know what I'm saying? And it was just rockets after that, you know? And just some of the, like, Sabushima just like, yo, he tore the out of that book like his Hulk run for me is still like the best like you know Savage Hulk he's just the one man for me you know when yeah. it comes to drama he's just the one for me it's that's just like how I like to see the Hulk you know and um, yeah you know you, you, you know those books that made you just go man I gotta do this this is amazing you know this is a medium where you can just do so much with it. You know, it's, it's an, it's an amazing medium. I love it. The perfect balance of just, of written and, and visual, you know, and, and, and I, think to, I think to where I, I, comics has an advantage over things like film is where you can watch star Wars, but if you mm -hmm. don't have the imagination or the, the know-how of a George Lucas, it's hard to get your vision out there. You need a whole bunch of people to help you get that vision made. But as a comic book creator, if you're lucky enough to have the skill set to be able to write and draw, then, you know, just the, the team to get it done is smaller, right? It's kind of like the Fantastic mm -hmm. Four yeah. versus, you know, the Avengers or Legion of Superheroes mm -hmm. kind of thing, where the Legion might be what you would use as a movie crew to, as an example. But mm -hmm. you can get all of your ideas out onto paper both with word and with form and it's just you it's a, it's That's so it. much easier just depending just just depending on how much of the medium you're going to invest yourself into you can be the writer artist <laughs> inker colorist you know what i'm saying like you could you can wear all hats if you want to on this just depending on how much of it that you you know what I'm saying? Exactly. You want you want to do. You can have you can create your team and do it, or you can say, hey man, I do it all by myself. You know what I'm saying? Like write the story. It's 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 an amazing medium. It really is. It's an amazing medium. You, there, what other medium really can you get that? You know what I'm saying? Where you can just do it all like that. You know. And the great thing about comic books too is where film you might have this one shot or you know a couple episodes on the thing you know you can make a series run as long as you want if you have the fan base there it can run as long as you want as long as you have the stories it can run you know and if you have the fan base backing say give me more give me more give me more like it can go you know in japan look at dragon ball, <laughs> look at dragon ball. like dragon ball they keep paying the, that guy you're right, man. Dragon Ball's done. Dragon Ball was supposed to be done. How long ago? No, man. They keep no. You got to write more. You got to do more Dragon Ball. Like damn. Like really? Like Dragon Ball is like it's crazy. But as long as you can create some kind of story with it, boom, it can last forever. You know what I'm saying? And that was a hit manga series and become animation and it's just crazy. Now all the markets cross markets. So think about comic books now. You gotta think about video games. You gotta think about animation. You now you even gotta think, hey, maybe live action. 
You know what I'm saying? Like it, there's so it it cross pollinates now. You know what I'm saying? It's amazing. And, and it's so crazy. You, Sorry, but it's also crazy how no. when you look at Netflix, mm-hmm. you don't realize how many series is, is comic books. Yeah, or, gra- or graphic novels, if you want to yes. use the uh, that that term. That so, last one with Charlie Theron. Yeah, absolutely. That one the last one was a series. It was comic series. They were goes again. And you're just mm-hmm. sitting there going through. The, the red last with, two. Red, red with Bruce Willis and, and all of that kind of stuff. That was Atomic Blonde, if I'm not mistaken, was also. Yeah. So, you know, that's where they're going now to get the that's ideas. Up, you know, they're not even, and, and that's the thing. It's not even mainstream that they're they're going yeah. after. They're going after like these, the independents and saying, oh, this is an interesting concept. You know what I'm saying? Here, let's put that out there. And there's a lot of guys that are out there. They're like, yo, I'm not trying to be working for Marvel or DC. I got my idea and I'm going to put it out there. And I've been on the circuit and seen some phenomenal guys. I mean, hey, people say, oh, Hugh, you're great. I'm all right. I've seen some phenomenal guys that are doing stuff that you just go. And it's like, you're not working for Marvel? No, no I don't. I like doing my own thing. And they're doing their own thing and they got their following and they're doing great. You know, so this is one of those mediums where, you know, it's just about your will and, you know, determination to put your stuff out there, you know, and understanding the business and understanding what it is that you're trying to do mainly, you know, because, you know, there's a certain comfort when you're working for a company, you know, you got that coming, you know, every month, whatever. And then there's freelance where you're just like, on your, you know, you just gotta, <laughs> you know, make that money every every time. Once a job's done, you gotta find something else. So, you know, if you if you're wanting to be, if you want to be a comic book artist as a as a profession, it's one thing. If you want to do it as a hobby, it's another thing. You know, you you just gotta figure out what it is that you want to do, and and then then approach it the right way. On, on with what you're trying to do exactly you know what i'm saying so but still i love it i never gotten enough never can ever get enough of it and speaking of since um you went the independent route is that something that you have percolating down the line where your own oh, ips oh, oh yeah definitely oh yeah definitely i mean yeah we can't announce anything yet but yeah definitely down the line um um sooner than soon as possible a lot of times a lot of the last how many years for myself was just even just establishing myself as a a freelancer and getting people to see what i can do and you know establishing myself like that you know i have family to support and all things you know i've tried i tried to release a book before and there was a lot of stuff that went goes into it and a lot of stuff that I didn't realize and a lot of stuff that you got to be like, okay, you know what I'm saying? You got to really be about it, you know? And even if you have a team, you still, if it's, if it's your baby and it's your thing, you got to be about it. You know what I'm saying? And you got to be on, on it and business. One thing about this thing and like in, in any approach, one thing about this thing, there's the, there's the love of it, right? Our fan love of things. There's one, that's one thing, but then there's business. And a lot of guys fall short because they don't understand business and the understanding the business of this thing. And people, you know, I'll tell you one thing. All people care about is if you say it's coming out this time, (laughs) you better have it coming out that time, especially as an independent. They will give you no, that's one thing that will kill an independent. You coming out, and then you're just lofty with your timing, with your books. You're not, you know, you're not consistent with, with bringing them out on time and getting it done on time. People will just be like, nope. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because they know through Marvel and DC and stuff, they're going to get the consistency. Image, they're going to get the consistency. Dark Horse, they're going to, you know what I'm saying? They're going to get those. But if you're going to get somebody to take a chance on you, I don't know you, but you have an interesting idea. You say it's going to be a monthly series? Yeah, okay, then it better be a monthly series, you know? And you better produce, right? So 
there's a lot that goes into this game that if you want to do go down that route, you better understand that that commitment is big. You know, you're trying to create your world and your world only grows from your own ideas when other people start to pick it up and, 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 and read it. Then they become immersed in your world, right? Other than that, it's just your story, yourself. But if you just, if you're releasing it now to people, then you want people to be immersed in that world, then you have to keep feeding them, right? And once you <laughs> you fed them once and they're like, okay, I want more. And then you, after a while, you don't feed them. They said, well, I can't go here to get fed. So I'm going to go somewhere else, right? That's what they do. So it's like my thing to independence is like, you know, sit your ass down and draw three books. <laughs> you know, sit your ass down and draw three books. I'll say straight up, draw three issues before you even release the first. Or, you know what I'm saying? Don't even, don't even talk nothing about the first until you know you have two books done at least two books i'd say even do three just so you have that staggered you know if something came up at least you have a nice cushion but i mean draw draw three books get three books out there and then really start promoting the hell out of your first one and 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 you know go to town um the social media thing is very very important you know, I'm not that, I'm not great at that. I've always been a kind of sort of, you know, death of a salesman, <laughs> you know, <laughs> hitting, hitting the road, you know what I'm saying? With the littlest hobo music playing behind me. <laughs> so I'm calling me. You know what I'm saying? And get shown. So I've driven all over Canada. You know, I've driven in the States. You know, I've said I've been hobo that way. You know, I just, I would pick up and go to shows. And that's how I made my connections with, with, with people. But now things are changed, and it's a it's a whole new thing, and it's something I have to learn. You know, it's a whole new dynamics now. You know, and if one thing COVID has done, it slowed things down. Where people, if you're really about it, you can take stock and take a few minutes and just kind of go, hmm, where do I really want to go now? You know, you you can be that person who sits down and oh, the COVID, the COVID, the COVID, and and not be about it and come out of this in the same place or worse or you could be like yo this thing you know i can i can take a minute and really look at where i want to go and 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 really start to prepare for that if you don't know something go learn it now's the time it's not as crazy for you right now now's the time go learn it you know if you don't know photoshop start messing with it you don't know clip studio start messing with it you know, you don't know this, start messing with it. You want to get better at drawing? Well, hey, pop up some stuff and start practicing. You know, you have a concept, start writing it. You know, it's like, if if anything I say, especially for us as creatives, I said, this has been one of the best in, the, in that way of just slowing things down and giving you a moment to take stock. And then if you're using your time wisely, you should come out of this like a champ. But if you're just sitting down and you're not doing nothing, just playing video games and just take, you know, I, can't, I, I have nothing for you at the end of this. And if you pop it up and you're like, why this and why not that? And it's like, well, what were you doing all this time? You know what I'm saying? What were you doing? I, I totally agree with you. I, the world don't care. I totally agree with you. The, the world, A, doesn't care. And time world don't waits care. for nobody, right? world don't care. And time don't care. Where so, The world does not no. And so this is the time that if you have the opportunity to, okay, everyone has to, you know, pay their bills, but this is a golden opportunity to get yourself ready. That so when things start up again, because they will, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not six months from now, but when they do, you can then drop something and say, we're, we're here as opposed to being at the planning stage. Again, you're ready to hit the ground running. Of course. Definitely. My game, my game, since you know me, my game has never been the short game. You know, I, even before I moved on here, you knew me, I established certain things in play, knowing that it wasn't going to see fruitation for like another two years, three years. I knew that, but I knew if I set the foundation down now, when the time came, I'd be nice. And when COVID hit, 
it was funny because everything that I had laid down two years prior, three years prior, popped up and started to thing. And I was like, oh, there I am. Do, 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 do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where some was like dead stop. Oh, no, what am I going to do? I still had some stuff because I put certain things in the, in, in the ether. You know what I'm saying? Some things is, I understand the whole, everything about paying bills. I do. I understand it completely. I'm a freelance. I know exactly what you're talking about. You know, I know about the sleepless nights. I know about going up, you know, have to stay up all night and get stuff done. I know all about that. I got two kids. I still got to support my kids. They're young. They're not old. They're young. You know, they want daddy's time. I understand all of that. But you have to ask yourself, what do you want to do? And what are you willing to sacrifice? And because everything's a sacrifice, you know, there, everything is work. Everything is work. Nothing is, nothing is just easy. There it is. Everything is work. Relationships are work. Everything is work. And you just have to ask yourself, how much, what are you willing, how much work are you willing to put in to get to what you need to get to? That's the, that's really what it boils down to. I've had to try to achieve all of what I achieved through a lot of drama. <laughs> through a lot of drama where there was stuff that man rocked me so hard I thought I would never pick up a pencil I said how am I going to pick up and continue to do this when I saw my whole world crumbling and then I looked at my kids and I just said nah man why do you do what you do for I had to remind myself what do I do what I do for and I remember my kids and I looked up my kids eyes and I said that's what I why I do because if, how am I supposed to tell them they can achieve anything they want to if I don't? You know what I'm saying? That's what that's always on my mind. How can I tell them that? How can I grow them? How can I how can I get them strong and willing to fight if when I'm taking hits I'm ready to give up? I said, Nah, man. So I take my hits. I'm just like whatever, man. I just roll with it. I don't, you know, I'm not worried about the chat rooms. I'm not worried about any of that stuff, man. I just do me. Whoever likes me likes me. Who doesn't doesn't. I'm not worried about it. You know. Just try to do the best me that I can be. That's it. You know, never satisfy, always stay hungry. That's how I that's how I am. I never satisfy. You know, we talk about this all the time. I drop you drop a picture. I'll draw a picture. I like it for about five minutes. And then all I'm seeing is flaws. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sure. I can't satisfy. I can't satisfy with a picture. You know. And I and I'm gonna make this statement right now. I don't know how people can think they're so nice with Instagram out there. You know what I'm that saying? is the most humbling experience. You How think that you're good. Can you think you're nice. Wow. Yeah. So you true. know, I just, I'm just like, as nice as people think I am, I'm like, man, let me tell you, there are monsters out there. Yeah. It's like Instagram is like where the wild things are. <laughs> like serious <laughs> like that. You know what I'm saying? Instagram's like where the wild things are. It's like where the wild things are. It's like where the wild things are, guys. It's like there are like you. You watch that guy Kim Jong, Kim Jong, that the Korean. Yeah, that guy. He okay. That he's not of this master Kim Jong. He's not of this earth. He is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like that is just talent oozing everywhere. God, that that's that's He's one of them X-Men. guys, man. He's one of them guys. That's X Men. That's yeah. X Men. Like you can't, like you can't. I don't care. I know he's teaching classes and all that. The people take class. Yeah, I'm gonna draw like him. I said, dude, you're never gonna draw like him. <laughs> he's gonna make you great. He's yeah. gonna make you great. Don't get me wrong, but trust me, that's an X gene. That yeah. that's a savant. Yeah, he's, on, he's he's tapping from places that is like. Not the common man is not the common man can tap on. And let me tell you, I, me and you, you know, you know first. And then I've worked with some. I've, I, you know, I, my life drawing teacher was like, fun, well, is still, you know, phenomenal. My life drawing teacher, just like, oh my god, I was like, and even he with this guy is like, yo, he was like, this guy is, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he was, and my life drawing teacher was a medical illustrator. Okay, so he had to draw the human, you know, that a doctor could be able to look at his illustration and that's where the liver is performing. That's how they had to graduate. Their illustration, they go on the cadaver, the, the people go on the cadaver and say, oh, you're saying that the liver's there? Cut open, okay, there. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. 
how the veins run in your body, nervous system, the whole nine. You had to know how to draw all of that. Phenomenal. He was phenomenal. Phenomenal. He could sit there and just look at your drawing and like, nah, man, it's off. You're like, what do you mean? It looks right. And then he put a piece of blank paper over top and draw over your drawing. You're like, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just be like, this <laughs> is just like, wow. <laughs> Yoda with a pencil, right? Yeah, man. Like, he's, he's probably still to this day one of my greatest inspirations when it comes to stuff. Like, I'm like, you know, I haven't seen him in like such a long time. I mean, we're on Facebook and stuff like that, but you know, he would go over my stuff and just destroy me. <laughs> just like, you, what is this? What is that? You know, no collarbone looks like that. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, we draw comic books, right? So everything is exaggerated. You know, I do a lot of dynamic exaggeration when I draw. You know what I'm saying? Because we draw comic books. I'm not trying to make it look exactly like you know, what is existing, you know, in real life. You know, I like to push that envelope, you know, and, and just do a lot of dynamic stuff. But, you know, he was a man that was just like, wow, <laughs> a beast. <laughs> so, yeah, but, you know, I wish a lot, I wish all you guys could have studied with him. He was amazing. But like, yeah, man, Instagram is where the wild things are, guy. I don't even understand how people think they're nice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's so humbling. It's so humbling that it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's scary. And it's beautiful. And it's humbling. And it's maddening. It's all of that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you sit down and you're just like, damn, how does that guy do that? Like, you know what I'm saying? And, you ask yourself, man, do, am I really, should I really be doing this? Like sometimes, you know, sometimes I'm like, I can't look at Instagram too long because I might have to retire the pencil. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because there's, you know, there's just some, you know, some young girl right now in her basement and who, who knows, Poland or something. And she just like, she doesn't even go to school for art, but she's just painting these scenes that you're like going, you know what I'm saying? And she didn't have, oh no, I don't have no formal training. I just like to paint. And she's just murdering it with the brush. And you're just like, man, I can't paint like that, you know? Because you can't even no. see it. Like the way yeah. that she sees is not how you see. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Right? And that's the, that's the beautiful thing about, that's what I love about conventions. That's what I miss about conventions is the perceptions. I mean, it's the, it's the, no matter how many conventions I've done through how many years, you still find people who perceive things in a different, and you go, wow, man. Like, Spider-Man is probably one of the most drawn-out characters ever. You know what I'm saying? One of the most drawn-out characters ever. But um, still, we can look at, um, go to a show, and you see people's interpretation of it, and, and you're like, damn, that's interesting what you did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, it's pretty phenomenal. You know, that's what I miss about the conventions. Yeah, Artist Alley is kind of like Instagram, mm -hmm. in, you know, but in real life, like it, it's it's crazy. You, you can go down some some aisles and you're like, how is that even possible? That yeah. person is amazing and they're unknown. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, it, it's unbelievable. Yeah. To, you know, to, you know, you know, and you and we've seen we've seen the conventions from back when we they were like in hotels. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. we've been we're from that stock back when it was at the hotel. You know what I'm saying? The Holiday Inn in this country. Remember those days? Yeah. So you know, I've seen it all to what it is from the start. You know what I'm saying? The earliest day, early days. You know, and um, but the artist alley has grown to just such a big expense and you're just watching people doing it interpretations of stuff and doing things in this a medium that you wouldn't have think of you doing stuff it's, it's just it's amazing and it and it and it's good because it just if you're humble it keeps you going it, it fuels you you know and if you're humble and you don't think you're all that and you're and you and you can look and learn and you have that learning mentality you can go and find inspiration from everybody you know what i'm saying in the in the show you just be like man look at the white guy that he did that with dots that's crazy like you know what i'm saying like there's just it's it's like you said man it's phenomenal instagram you know
but I'm telling you, wild things, man. That's what it was. <laughs> Instagram, for sure. <laughs> wild things I got. Trust me. <laughs> now I wanna I wanna roll back uh, to your covers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. What's your thought process when you create a cover? What 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 goes through your mind in terms of uh, getting what you think the creators are gonna want? I need to get a gist of the story. I need to get the gist of the story. I honestly do not, I, I'll be honest, and people want to hate me for saying it, but I don't care. I want to say it. I hate pinup, like, shots on the cover. Just, you know, standing, just, like, I, I hate that. It just feels to me like such a waste. Like, we came up with, like, the cover told the story. You know what I'm saying? It told the story of what we, what was going on inside, you know? And one of the things I was always taught, you know, as, and that was from my life drawing teacher and, and, other, and others was like uh, my layout teachers and all that kind of stuff. And they would say, look, you only have one shot to tell your story. What are you going to say? So for me, the composition is, 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 is about what am I go- what am I revealing with this with this shot? What am I trying to say with this this story? What it what is the story you're getting behind what you see in the shot that I'm doing? Because if I'm not doing that, then I'm just drawing things arbitrarily. I don't I don't like that. I don't want to draw things arbitrarily. I want it to connect. You know, I only have the cover. I don't have the interior. I have the cover, so I want it to read something. You know what I'm saying? I want people to read that cover, see that cover, and it reads to them. Oh, look at that. You know, it's, it's look how he made the demon do the, do the blah, and blah, 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 and it's attacking the girl, and she's, and she's reacting this way, and blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? You, you want that interaction with the story. That's why when I just see, like, a little pinup, sometimes I just go, hmm, really? Like, you had your chance to say something, and the most you could do was the swimsuit girl shot? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just me. Like, I just, that's just me, you know? Um, you know, I, I, I just feel like, you know, when you have a chance to tell a story with the cover, it's, you know, it's, there's your shot, right? So for me, the, my, my, my process is always, what's the story? You know, I want to get a gist of the story. What's the story? What's the story about, you know? So whenever it's like, Hugh, what, you know, can you do the, co- um, the cover? So with, with, um, say dead day number one I was like okay well it's number one but what's the story about okay it's this that 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 and so I'm looking I, I get an advance I got an advance of looking at the first issue and I'm looking for for elements in the story that I go oh this what would help me to create an element that's going to lead you into that part of the story you know and so what I would do is just break down my thumbnails do different thumbnails and say okay let's see what sticks you know, so we just throw different, you know, I'm looking at characters and, oh, this character likes that character and they ride that bike. Okay, what can I do composition-wise for that? Because that bike has machine guns on it and, you know, it's part of killing whatever. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. And then I do, and so I just throw a whole bunch of elements and then they look at it and they go, oh, okay, well, you know what? We like this one here, you know? And so I say, okay, there's that's the one you like. I say, let me do a few more thumbnails now, refining refining that image that um that concept that you like you know into more of a you know um cover image you know what i'm saying and then once they like yeah that's the shot then i just go to town and do my thing you know but that's usually how i approach it you know i I, i'm very much what's the story you know what's the story i just drawing drawing something without it it's just it makes no sense to me you know when i see a cover someone's drawing a cover and then I'm looking, reading the story and I'm like, that cover has nothing to do, <laughs> like nothing to do with, with what's going on inside. It's just dude or do that. You know what I'm saying? It has nothing to do with what's going on inside. And you're just going, how did this get a pass? Like we couldn't even get, like the things that get passes now that we were growing up with, like we wouldn't get, get no passes on that. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. It's just different. <laughs> just no, it's, different it's interesting you say that because, you know, with all the artist editions out and a lot of the old masters mm-hmm. are showing their sketchbooks, mm-hmm. you'll sometimes see covers that you know the issue. Mm-hmm. 
and you and you saw what was rejected, right? Yeah. And you're like, man, that's that's still a great cover. <laughs> that would have made a great yeah. cover. But I think, yeah. I think just like every medium, it it is changed, right? Yeah. So it's almost like a cover is like a movie poster now, mm-hmm. as opposed to a seminal moment in mm-hmm. the story that makes you want to mm-hmm. pick that up off the stands. I'll give you a perfect example. Spider-Man is my favorite character. Mm-hmm. And I think, I'm not sure what issue it is. It might be like in the 150s, maybe 157 or something like that. And it's a Ramita cover and he's in the sewers and the water mm-hmm. is beating down on yes, his back. Yes, 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 yes. And this is back in the day when they still had like, you know, mm-hmm. word balloons on it. Mm-hmm. And as a kid, that was like, man, I got, he's mad at somebody. I got to pick that up. The water, the, the lighting, he's everything. The sewer. Yeah. And then, you know, you read the story and you realize, okay, you realize why he's in the sewer. And so mm-hmm. that caught me. But if it was just another mm-hmm. picture of him standing there yeah, or swinging and it had no relation to what's going in to the, the actual narrative, mm-hmm. you know, it wouldn't have had the same I- impact for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you said, it's definitely different, but you know, that's because a lot of it is, is fast, fast now. Everything's fast. Turnaround of a book is faster. You know what I'm saying? Like there, you know, it's just like now, especially with like the Photoshop and stuff like that, it's like, okay, you don't need to draw at the, with as much detail as what the guys were doing, like the burns and the, Bashimas and the Ramitas and the, you know, everybody, you know, because it's like, okay, that can be done in the color process. That can be, you know what I'm saying? So it's like now books are being turned around. I think what, what turned over like every, what, two weeks now? Like, you know what I'm saying? I think I, I don't even think guys are on runs longer than six. Like, you know, they might, they'll do an issue, they stagger issues. So one guy will be drawn and then another guy, you know, and they'll be staggering issues and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's, you know, you remember like you do, you'd have a burn run and it'd be like 50 books. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Or uh, I think Sal did like, almost 80 books i think he did like hulk yeah they have come on at like 205 or something yeah yeah and then he he left at 300 or just after it and you remember sal was like sal was on like spider-man for a long time too yeah he was so fast yeah he was doing you know what i'm saying but just uh just the just the stuff now to turn around you know what i'm saying you don't have to draw as much you know, because there's other elements now that can be done to, you know what I'm saying? Like those, all those, these guys were talking about, you know, like the cans, these are all hardcore illustrators from back in the days. Like, you know what I'm saying? You just, you know, everything is, you know, traditional ink and brush and <laughs> white ink and pencil, like, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, you made a mistake. It was a big deal. You have to take the brush and wipe out the whole section. Like, that. it was a big deal. There's no click, delete, and delete, and <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cut and delete, right? There's none of that. So, I mean, it, it was a, just a different beast back in the days. And you just had to draw everything. So, you know, when you wanted to create something fantastical, you really had to, you know, delve deep to create, like, how your, you know, your pencil stroke, your brush stroke, you know, even the inker penciling, even the inker working over the penciler's lines is like, this is what I'm trying to get with the effect. So you have to try now to make your strokes get that effect off. You understand what I'm saying? Like it's, it was really, you know, doing this process of comic books, honestly, and seeing the process over the, like I have a whole bunch of respect for each level, each, each part of it. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, we've seen when an inker just garbages, you know, a pencil is. When they line. don't understand, either yeah, through time or they just don't understand yeah. the line work. Yeah, they don't understand the line work. They don't understand the line. And, you know, they just, oh, I ink, let me just put some ink over the, the, the line. And it's like, no, like, there's a line weight going on. You need to reproduce that. It's a feel. You know, so we've seen that. And then we've seen, like, what phenomenal inking does to just even make a person's pencils look, like, ten times that much more better. amazing. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, there's there's a such a – I have such a respect for all the processes 
you know what I'm saying, that goes into doing this, you know, having to have to do certain things myself, right? So, um, but yeah, it's like you said, it's just different now. It's, it really is different, like a different approach. And it's just like, okay, you know, and I think that's where there's a lot of guys when they're coming out and doing independent stuff too. It's, it's, it's just like, I have my story, I have my thing, and this is how I want to do it and tell it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's just this kind of, this is how I want to do it. And I don't want anyone telling me how to do it. This is my thing and this is how I want to do it. And that's the great thing about it, you know? You, you know, there are certain foundations to storytelling and obviously to technical things for where you want to lead the eye and stuff like that. But I've seen people who draw some of the simplest stuff, but their storytelling is so on time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're not rendering everything. They're not like, but their storytelling is beautiful. Their camera angles are beautiful. And they're doing some of the simplest, simplest drawings, but they, you know, they're tight with it. You know, they're technically tight with it, you know? So, you know, it just says to you that it's, yeah, there's a certain level that you want to get and achieve in the understanding of the foundation of everything you're drawing and storytelling and stuff like that. But in the end, your story is your story. Go tell your story. Who's to tell you that your story is wrong? And that's the whole point. For the 10 people who find it wrong, there's going to be 10 people who find it right. You know what I'm saying? And just, you know, a lot of people who, was, who will still be like, no, I like what you're doing and there it is. I've had people come to me and oh, I don't like your drawings. And I'm right at my table, just talking-ish. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, disrespectful. Like, ah, I don't like your stuff. Look at this. Ah, I don't like this. You know, you just sit there and go, wow, bro. You ain't even going to try to hide it. You just gonna just come and just talk some ish at my table. Like, you don't even know, right? You know what kind of dude I am, but you still go talk that ish. Okay, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But then you're going to have some people who come and they just look at your stuff and just blown away and have to have it and have to have it on their wall. And so, you know, trying to cater to a particular thing is, is a fool's illusion. You know what I'm saying? If you think you're going to be loved by everybody, you're chasing the wrong, you're chasing the dragon's tail, man. Like don't your, your goal shouldn't be trying to appease everybody. Your goal should only be about you telling the best story that you can tell your story. And doing it the best that you can and anyone who's going to love it love it who don't oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? absolutely as long as it has heart and That's you it. know it, it 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 has an opportunity to connect then you're in the right direction definitely definitely and that and that's the great thing about this medium you know if you're a writer and you're 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 respectful and 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 honest and true to the illustrator and vice versa and you guys create a, a respectful symbiotic relationship you can put out something that is phenomenal and it will move you like any television show it will move you like any two out and a half hour movie you know what i'm saying like the first time you read like a watchman or the first time you read dark knight returns you know what i'm saying the first time you read the phoenix saga you know what I'm saying? Back in the day, the first time you were read Secret Wars, you know what I'm saying? And how it just, oh my God, like, you know what I'm saying? It just moved you because when it's done right, you know what I'm saying? It, it, you can sit there and be just immersed and tra transported as, as, any, as good as any novel and as good as any movie. That's why I love comic books. I think it's phenomenal. A phenomenal movie. Sure. Definitely. For sure. For sure. And with that, Hugh, I'm going to Thank you for a wonderful little chat we had for helping to kick Thanks, off Comic Society's uh, <laughs> inaugural podcast. <laughs> you're more than welcome, sir, but I have to give the thanks to you. And um, you're doing awesome stuff and looking forward to more in the future, my friend. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, everybody. Steve Rocks. <laughs> Comics <laughs> Asylum Rocks. Um, I'm going to put it out there too. You want to check out my site, you know, www.chosenstudios.com. That's C-H-O-Z-E-N studios.com. Um, you can also find me at Facebook, Chosen Studios. And um, Don't forget Instagram. Also, Instagram, Chosen Studios, or Instagram, Hugh Rookwood Art. So that's H-U-G-H-R-O-O-K-W-O-O-D-A-R-T, you know. And yeah, K 
catching me on all those different mediums. All right, fantastic. Enjoy the rest of 2020, my friend, and we'll catch up soon. Yes, sir. Thank you very much for your time. All right, take care. All right, peace. All right, take care, people. Thanks for listening, everyone. And once again, a special thank you to Hugh Rookwood. We look forward to your comments, so reach out to us on Facebook and at Comics Asylum on Instagram and Twitter.